welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown, and uh, we're going to be chatting some swimming today here on the podcast. Don't forget, if you'd like to download the four most common swim killers uh, over the almost two years that I've been doing this podcast, uh, I've really picked up a, a couple of trends with regards to uh, the age groupers that I chat to, and I've put together a little ebook that you can download uh, right now, the four swim killers, and how you can fix them right away to improve your Ironman swim. All you need to do is head over to theconeedge.com forward slash swim to download it right now. So go check that out. That's uh, theconeedge.com forward slash swim. Today's Coach's Corner is brought to you by Tri Mani Triathlon Coaching. For the past 11 years, Mani and Carl Sumbal have shared a very active lifestyle together. As long-time competitive athletes, they've achieved a number of athletic accomplishments in the sport of swimming, running, triathlon, and cycling. Over time, the athletic hobby turned into a respectable and successful business. Trimani Coaching and Nutrition offers effective coaching and nutrition strategies designed to help athletes achieve healthy habits and athletic excellence. Trimani believes in incorporating scientific research with practical ideologies and applying this information to real-world settings to help triathletes develop and excel on race day. Between them both, they have successfully finished 18 Ironman triathlons and have competed in the Ironman World Championships in Kona, Hawaii, a total of six times. Mani is a board-certified sport dietitian with a Master's of Science in Exercise Physiology, and Carl is an experienced retool bike specialist, former Cat 1 cyclist, and proficient bike mechanic. Between them both, they have many years of practice, education, and skills from their own athletic careers and now apply that experience and knowledge to athletes of all fitness levels. Trimani offers a variety of services from daily and sport nutrition consultations, sweat testing, retool bike fits, private and group training camps, and coaching. To discover more about Trimani Triathlon Coaching, head over to theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, if you're a coach or if you have a coaching business and would like to get a plug on the podcast, head over to theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. It's time to chat some swimming here on the Kona Edge, and we head back to Sydney, Australia, to catch up with Jackie Foley. Jackie, welcome on to the Kona Edge. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks, Brad. Jackie, coming from a, a swimming background uh, and then taking up the sport of, of triathlon, and particularly Ironman, did you find in, in the build-up to that first Ironman of yours that you almost backed off a bit on the swimming to, to compensate for what you hadn't done on, the, swim and the, on the, the bike and the run? Or did you find that you, you still swam quite a bit in the build-up to that first one? Um, I, I still swam quite a bit. I did three to four swims a week and three to four runs and three to four bikes. So I was still swimming um, quite a bit into there. Would you say now that you've done a, a few Ironman that the swim is still your, your, your strongest of the three disciplines? Oh, definitely, yes. I think having had such a strong swim background, um, it's hard for me to make up that time on the bike and run because, you know, I didn't start doing them till later in mm -hmm. life. Do, do, do you wish the run was your strength, not your swim? Um, I often do. The swim is such a small percent of the total race that you really—it's—it's it's pretty hard to win something on 
on the swim, but it sure would be nice to be able to run some girls down. Yeah, absolutely. As far as things you've done over time, and, and it's probably difficult because you've been swimming for that long, but some of the things you've done in the water that you think have, have made a, a big difference to your swim performance over, over time? Um, I came, so in high school, I came from a strong distance program. So I had just a lot of time in the water. And then we, we usually had a swim meet at least every month. So you just had practice racing, rather it, it, I mean, they weren't all big meets, but you practiced racing all the time. And a lot of that has just translated over into being able to be a strong swimmer now at the Ironman distance. Yeah. Do you think that's what it takes as an age group, even if you didn't have that, that high school sort of or, or college swimming background? Mm-hmm. It, it's putting in, putting in the hours and, and doing a lot of volume to start with and then really honing your skills with time? Yeah, I think so. I would say somebody who didn't grow up swimming probably does need to do a bit more time in the water than I do. Um, and the easiest way really is to just join an adult swim group. Mm. And go with them because you're going to get the good intensity and you're going to kind of, you know, race your lane mates and get get a good swim workout in that way. Yeah, you, you mentioned in our first chat that you're still pretty competitive in the pool. I'm taking it you still swim in a in a sort of swim squad masters group sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I haven't here, but, you know, I did um, the whole time we lived in the U.S. I always did. And that very much helped. And in Singapore, um, I had a group that I swam with once a week and and I would find myself swimming much harder when i was swimming with them yeah absolutely as far as technique goes you, you mentioned uh, one of in in our last chat one of the the downsides of triathlon is you didn't see your coach as much as you did when you were swimming i mean having a coach on deck particularly even even as a as a good swimmer it's it's always good to have someone looking at technique and and maybe just tweaking and changing one or two things uh, along the way is, is that something you still value yeah, and a good I mean a good way to do it is drills and sometimes you just have to chat with the people you're with at the time and have somebody kind of watch you. Um you know, my husband's really into watching me too. If he if he sees something funny in a race that I'm doing or in the pool and he doesn't have a swim background, but if something's really off he can tell or if I feel something's off I'll ask someone to specifically look at that. You also mentioned uh in Ironman not not kicking as hard as you would if you were racing in, in the pool, for instance, that, that's quite a big mm-hmm. thing. And, and I, I see a lot of triathletes making that mistake. They absolutely smash their legs on the, on the, on the, the swim. I mean, it, you, you almost, particularly coming from a competitive swimming background, you want to really focus on, on just using upper body as much as you can. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say don't kick at all because you don't want your legs to just get stiff in the water. You do need to be kicking. But having a strong upper body and the good technique, a lot of it comes down to how you're pulling through the water underneath the water. Um, you know, my arms aren't super big and muscular or anything, but it's having that technique and um, being able to do that. It do- it does allow me to save some legs and not you know kill them in the first hour of the race. Mm. As far as workouts in the water, what do you what do you love doing? What are some of your favorites? Um. Right now, having done a lot of my workouts alone, I enjoy doing something that starts to get me some um, speed work, but I work into it. So I've been doing a lot of sets where I do several rounds of five 100s, and I build into the speed by doing 25 fast, 75 easy, 50 fast, 50 easy, 75, 25, and then 100 fast, and then 100 easy. 
And usually by the second or third round, I'm really hitting that 100 fast pretty well because I've given my chance myself a chance to mentally really get into the set. Yep. Um, and I'll switch it up. Like sometimes I'll do a couple rounds just swimming, and then I'll do a couple rounds with paddles or with paddles and fins so I can, you know, it's kind of fun to put the fins on really feel like you're going fast. <laughs> Yeah, it's the only time I get to feel like I'm going fast, I'm afraid. <laughs> Jackie, those, I, I love that sort of set as well. How many of those blocks would you typically do in, in uh, I mean, in peak training for an Ironman? I mean, how many, how many of those would you do in a set? Um, uh, about three to four rounds. So you're getting about 1,500 to 2,000 of it. Um, I like long warm-ups, so I usually do 15 to 20 minutes of just warming up. Um, switching in some stroke in the warm up, and then I then I would hit three to four rounds of that, and then I might do a long pull set like a thousand with paddles. Right, brilliant. Well, look forward to chatting about your bike next time out. We'll save that for another day. Thanks for your time today on the Cone Edge. All right, thank you. I'm guessing that the Cone Edge is not the only podcast you listen to. If you're anything like me, you probably listen to a ton of different podcasts. I think at the moment I have uh, 10 or 15 go-tos that I listen to every single week. And if you listen to a lot of podcasts, at some stage you've probably thought about starting your own. Well, the good news is it's easier than you think. Thepodcastingacademy.com is giving you the opportunity to get your own podcast started right now. The Podcasting Academy is a 21-day step-by-step online program that will get you from zero to podcast in just three weeks. Right now, thepodcastingacademy.com is offering listeners of the Kona Edge a 25% discount. All you need to do is use the word Kona at checkout to qualify. Head over to thepodcastingacademy.com to find out more. Thank you so much for listening to uh, this edition of the Cone Edge. Much appreciated. And uh, thank you, too, to Full and Louise, New Zealand, for the iTunes review saying, Bite Size Suits Me, uh, giving us a five-star review, uh, saying this podcast is a recent find. At this time, I love the dedicated, mostly single-topic episodes. I find them easy to retain, uh, a, clear out, uh, a clear takeout from each of them. will probably save most episodes. Well, Full and Louise, thank you so much uh, for that iTunes review. It is much appreciated. And uh, thank you for listening to The Cone Edge. Until tomorrow, from myself, Brad Brown, it's cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Cone Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for The Cone Edge.